Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded April 1st, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Today in the podcast, we're focusing on the results of our quarterly RBC Analyst Survey, which we started doing a little over a year ago as a way to bring in the bottom-up views of RBC's team of equity analysts into our top-down strategy sector recommendations. We essentially ask the analysts to give us quantitative rankings on the industries they cover for performance, plus a number of other topics, and we average them together at the sector level to compare their views to one another. We conducted the latest survey in late March. Five big things you need to know. First, outlooks among our analysts for performance over the next 6 to 12 months do continue to tilt positive. Second, on performance over the next 6 to 12 months, our analysts remained highly constructive on financials, healthcare, and tech, but enthusiasm on energy did fade. Third, on issues other than performance, healthcare and utilities generally rank well relative to other sectors. Fourth, as for what's keeping our analysts up at night, many mentioned demand-related issues in their discussions of key upside and downside risks. Fifth, triggered by our survey results, as well as our desire to reduce exposure to value, we are lowering our recommendation on energy from overweight to market weight. If you'd like to hear more, here's another six minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Now the details. Takeaway number one. Outlooks among our analysts for performance over the next 6 to 12 months do continue to tilt positive. 26 industries were ranked bullish or very bullish versus 17 neutral and just 5 as bearish. Performance outlooks were boosted by constructive views on valuations, fundamentals, margins, pricing power, and demand, but were constrained by concerns about the Russia-Ukraine crisis. The issue our analysts were most enthusiastic about was demand, where we asked them to give us their current assessment. On Russia-Ukraine, our analysts were most worried about indirect impacts. Concerns about direct exposure were lower. On specific issues relating to that crisis, concerns were highest regarding energy prices, supply chains, the potential erosion of corporate and consumer demand, and general exposure to Europe. Concern on these issues surpassed worries about direct Russia-Ukraine end market exposure and non-energy commodities, similar to what we found back in mid-February when we did another survey on this crisis. Moving to takeaway number two, on performance over the next six to 12 months, our analysts are most constructive on financials, healthcare, and tech. On the flip side, performance outlooks were least optimistic, outright pessimistic, frankly, for consumer discretionary, staples, and communication services. These takeaways were all similar to our December analyst poll. One sector where we did see a big change was energy. Performance outlooks still tilt bullish, but the sector slipped from number one in the December survey to number four this time. To be clear, our energy team has not turned bearish. Rather, their level of enthusiasm at the broader sector level appears to have simply come down a bit and no longer ranks ahead of other sectors. In terms of specific industry-level changes, our E&P team has shifted from bullish to neutral, and our oil field services team has shifted from very bullish to bullish. Meanwhile, our integrated oils team remains highly bullish, our midstream and MLP team remains bullish, and our refiners team remains neutral. Moving on to takeaway number three. Across other questions, valuations, demands, and margins, for example, healthcare and utilities generally ranked well relative to other sectors. Similar to our question on performance, consumer staples, consumer discretionary, and communication services tended to rank near the bottom on most of the questions we asked about. 
The issue where the gap between healthcare and utilities and most other sectors is particularly wide is the Russia-Ukraine crisis. In these two sectors, most of our analysts are in the not worried at all or not very worried camps in terms of both direct and indirect impacts. What differentiates healthcare and utilities is our analyst team's views on performance. They are simply more constructive on the performance outlook for healthcare. And so we lean into that sector over both utilities and staples as a way to play defense if equities take another turn lower on recession fears. Moving to takeaway number four. In terms of what's keeping our analysts up at night, many mention demand-related issues in their discussions of key upside and downside risks. Regarding upside risks, a number highlighted the possibility of stronger-than-expected demand linked to pricing power, and in some cases in tandem with references to post-COVID tailwinds. Regarding downside risks, the demand references tended to be made alongside a number of other worries, including recession risks, rising rates, inflation, and margin pressures. We think all of this serves as a preview of themes likely to be in focus in the upcoming reporting season. Takeaway number five, we'll wrap up here. What do we do with all this information? Triggered by our survey results, as well as our desire to reduce exposure to value, we have decided to lower our recommendation on energy from overweight to market weight. We've had our overweight on energy in place since January of 2021, and we reiterated that overweight coming into 2022. It's worth noting that the sector has outperformed year to date, but it does appear that relative performance peaked against the S&P 500 on March 8th. Despite that shift in momentum over the past few weeks, we found that this was still a very, very tough call, given our commodity strategy team's view on oil prices, which is still constructive, and concerns that market participants have been too optimistic about Russia-Ukraine. We stress that we are turning neutral on the sector, not bearish, but we think it's time to make a change, and this one is really driven by our desire to reduce some exposure to value. On that, our call since last August has been that value would lead as 2022 got underway, but that growth leadership would take over rather quickly. Our original call was that the transition would take place back to growth by mid-year, but in early March we actually started to argue that the inflection was getting closer. And indeed, since mid-March, growth has been outperforming value again. Our conviction that leadership is starting to move back to the growth trade has continued to build. Three key things we've been watching are first, Fed rate hikes. Value tends to lead before red Fed rate hikes happen, but growth tends to take back leadership afterwards. Second, GDP expectations. Value tends to lead when the economy is running hot or above average, and it's growth that tends to outperform when the economy is running cool or below average. Our own in-house economist recently cut his 2022 GDP view to 2.5%, which is right at the average, and consensus estimates are now calling for 2.3% in 2023. We're also watching positioning for factor number three. On CFTC data, NASDAQ futures positioning among asset managers has started to bounce a little bit after falling to 2020 and 2021 lows earlier this year. In other words, it looks like growth sentiment may have bottomed. Where the analyst survey comes into all of this is that it really helped us figure out exactly how to reduce the value exposure. As I noted earlier, while performance outlooks on energy still tilt positive among our analysts, the conviction level has simply fallen relative to other sectors. It's gone from number one in the rankings on performance back in December to number four in the latest survey. By contrast, performance outlooks for the two sectors that we continue to be overweight, financials, which is now our top value pick, and tech, which is still our top growth pick, are unchanged from our December poll, and those two sectors now rank number one and number two versus other sectors in the performance outlook rankings. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries and Motions, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of equity analysts. 
This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.